Jesus, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege to come before your presence to hear your word again. Father, we have come with hungry hearts. Father, we have come with hunger in our spirits. Father, we ask that you feel our hunger with the bread of your word. In the name of Jesus. You are the God that has magnified your word above all thy names. Father, therefore, cause it to be so, even as we hear your word. Let your word prevail over every circumstance. Let your word be magnified over every situation. Let your word be exalted over every storm. Father, want to that would want to obstruct us, from fulfilling this kingdom mandate of going into all the worlds. We beg for your mercy as we hear your word. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Please, can you just put your hands for Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. We want to bless God for the opportunity to come before his presence and hear his word again is a real privilege for us who are alive because there are those who are in the mortuary not just that they are in the mortuary but they did not have the opportunity to hear this word that you and I hear every Sunday before they went to the world beyond and our desire and our prayer is that Whatever word we hear from this altar, day by day, week by week, will not stand as a condemnation against us on the last day. In the name of Jesus. So we thank God for that privilege and opportunity. It is a grace given unto us. I want to also appreciate the church, especially the chaplains who are over the administration of this church. May God bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to also use this opportunity to thank God in a special way for our vicar um, in the person of Venerable Professor Samuel Ike. Um, it is important to me because all my life I have always asked God for a father figure around me in order not to go astray in ministry and in life, 
because I understand very well that a ministry without scandals and errors is more important than a ministry full of signs and wonders and errors. So I thank God for the discipline he has inculcated in me, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously. Hallelujah. This morning, we are looking at going into the hinderland. In other words, we will be looking at, we will be looking at taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the hinderlands. When I finished my undergraduate studies, my bachelor's degree program, University of Calabar, while I waited for some years, it happened that the church where I was worshipping at that time, also Anglican Church, a railway quarters here, we went for a missionary expedition at Mburumbu. That was in 2013. So I never knew that I was going to be called upon to take up the responsibility of nurturing the young church that was to be planted in that outreach. I was not given a, given a prior notification. It was just that Sunday morning after that crusade, after the three days crusade, I was called upon and, 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 and I was asked to begin to nurture this church that had just been given birth to. Meanwhile, I had already gotten admission at uh, London School of Commerce to go and study international hospitality management. I had already saved up and uh, I was preparing all my heart that I was going to travel overseas for that master's degree program until that call came. I had to surrender. Then for the next seven years of my life was spent in that dungeon of wilderness, spending my life for God, burning my life for God. And it has not been a waste. Hallelujah. For the sake of the souls that have been worn in that place. For the sake of the lives that have been touched there. For the sake of the impact that have been made in that community. I would say that it was not a waste. This morning we are looking at taking the gospel to the hinderland. And my question to us is that. God should ask you at this moment to surrender your profession, to surrender your occupation, to surrender your degrees and pedigrees in order to answer a call to go and, a call to go and save those that are in Macedonia. How will you respond to that burning desire? In the heart of God. If taking the gospel to the hinderlands 
people of God will be successful. Then you and I must discharge ourselves from our comfort zones. Those who brought the gospel all the way from Europe, 200, I mean, in the 18th, 19th century ago, they made a lot of sacrifice, they paid a lot of price to ensure that Africa, West Africa, Nigeria, my village and your village will be lightened up with the power of the gospel. That is what we are talking about today. How many people here this morning, or if, if, if that your child, or your son, or your daughter, you have an ambition that this one is going to be, be after graduating, this one is going to become a medical doctor. And suddenly, that one finishes school and tells you, Mama, Daddy, I am going into the bush. How will you feel? Will you, will you give her or give him that consent for the sake of the kingdom of God? The reason why the long-awaited revival has not yet happened and is yet to happen is because you and I have chosen to remain complacent on our seats, on the seats of our comfort zones. But today, God shall deliver us in the name of Jesus. When I decided to answer that call, it was not easy. Because what we are talking about is that if this thing must sell, they gospel must sell into the hinterlands, there is a price to pay. There is a sacrifice to make. Hallelujah. When I decided to respond to that call, it drew bitter antagonisms and hatred from my family circle. Imagine that your family just is training you in school and they are expecting that after graduation, after graduating, that you are going to begin something. At least pay them back out of whatever your hands might find twin for the for the pains of taking you through the university that was where i found myself but it doesn't matter because the bible says anyone who put his hand on the plow and look at back is not fit for the kingdom of god hallelujah so if we are going to succeed in this mission, men and women must rise up from this congregation that will, put their, that will decide to put their hands on the plow and never look back. That was what those who came for missionary expeditions all the way from Europe to Africa, that was the price they paid. And a lot of them did not go back. A lot of them died and were buried on this soil of Africa. In the first expedition that happened in 1841, 
42 missionaries died. Yet he did not deter them. After, after several years, they still came back. Imagine an Africa, imagine a continent, imagine a country without the light of God in it. Luke chapter 8, verse 1. Are you blessed this morning? Luke chapter 8, verse 1. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. He went about everywhere, every city, and every village. We are going to read other corresponding scriptures in order to match up with what we have here. Luke chapter 4, verse 40 to 43. Hallelujah. Now, when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. 41. And the devils also came out of many crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuking them, suffered them not to speak. For they knew that he was Christ. 42. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. Now, listen. He said, And the people sought him and came to him and stayed him that he should not depart from them. What a position. What, what, what? The people wanted Jesus Christ to stay back. But that was against the ultimate agenda that was in the mind of God. No wonder these days it is difficult to see or to hear anyone that will respond to a call to go to the village. Why? Because everybody wants to center his or ministry around the township where it is happening where they can meet the big guys in the city where they feel that money they can have access to money and and what they are looking for is not because they want to propagate the kingdom of god but for their own belly for their own selfish aggrandizement so these people here came and they said, Jesus, we have seen how many blind eyes you have opened in this place. Where they were was Galilee. We have seen how you have turned water into wine. We have seen how that you ra you've raised the dead. We have seen how that you have made the cripple walk in this town. Therefore, who would want you to stay back here? Verse, what is the next verse? Verse. Okay. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. I cannot stay back here 
and build a cathedral. One of the most terrible things we are facing in our church today is that bring up a, 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 a minister or a pastor. Tell him, sir, you have been posted to so and so village. Come and see cry. Come and see cry. Now, the question is, those people there, are they not qualified to receive the same gospel that you have received? Come and see lobby. And the truth is that God is going to judge all these things. Whether we like it or not. Hallelujah. Help me turn to your neighbor and say to him, I must go to the village. The way you are, the, the way you are saying it is like you don't want to go. Hallelujah. Turn to the person by your side. Tell him or her, after today, I am going to my village. That is better. Shame to the devil. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, no. I must preach the gospel to other cities also. For that is the purpose for which I came. Now let's look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. And verse 38. It says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogue. You see, everything about him was just the city and the village. He didn't just want to preach in the city and leave the village behind. Hallelujah. He said, He went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Now look at verse 36, which calls for concern. A major burden of concern for you and I. He said, but when, as he was going to minister in the cities and the villages, he went to a particular village, and verse 36 tells us that when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. One other thing that must make this mission to the hinterlands is compassion. There are those who shy away from going to the village because they feel that, 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 that their English is too queensly to go to the village and proclaim the gospel. There are some who shy away from going to the village because they feel that these people are too illiterate for them to mingle with. Perhaps you are sitting there this morning and you are having disorientation at the back of your mind because very soon we all will be launching out to Ukwa. You need repentance today. Hallelujah. So people shy away from going to the village. For Do you know that that place I was for Close to seven years of my life as a graduate, the whole family, Bogase, that you are going to, going to spend your life in a village. Now I'm out of Because somebody got back, I I'm at Ebum Burumbu. When you call that village, they ask you, Kedebe Burumbu. Now look at this testimony. While I was there, Doing my work for God with all my heart. That same year that that church was planted, 
praying, 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 praying. Then, God went to United States of America and appeared to a woman and said to her, You, go out on Burumbu. The woman became confused. She was obfuscated. Then, she began to place a call to all the ministers that she could contact here in Nigeria and in our diocese. And she began to ask, Biko, I wanted and I was seeking for the face of God because I want to go for mission work somewhere, but I don't know where to go. And while I was in that prayer, we were in, a, in an auditorium like this and God appeared to me while he was assigning everyone their course. I saw a being. I could not see the face, but I, I saw the body from the shoulder downwards putting on a very pure white apparel. And this being appeared to me and said, you, Mburumbu. And the being just disappeared. What a miracle. What a marvelous thing that God did draw. Then she began to place that call. And fortunately, she was able to contact the, the man of God I went to that missionary. Remember I said I was not told though. Nobody told me I was going to be there. And when I decided to stay there, I didn't know that I was going to spend seven years there. And she contacted that man of God and said to him, please, and, and she related the dream to, the, to him. And the man of God was there, biko, 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 abro ya and when later when she mentioned Mburumbu, the man was shocked. I want you to understand how the burden of hinterland mission is in the heart of God. That God could rise and go to a woman in the United States of America and say, you go to this place. Can I ask you a question this morning? All the money you are accumulating in your bank account, what are they for? Please, I want to beg you, don't let them use, use that money to plan for your burial. For it will be better to spend your money in kingdom advancement in kingdom business than to save it in your bank for you don't know that we eat the money and I read in the news that the man who owned the building that collapsed in Lagos that the family members and their wives have started dragging fighting over assets That will not be our portion. In the name of Jesus. So that was how this woman of God decided to trace Mburumbu all the way from America. I didn't call her phone. Nobody called her on phone and said, please, we need help. The worst disgrace the church is facing today is 
calling the people of the world for help in the propagation of the... What an error. What a big error. We be in a program, we invite politicians, worst of it all, we invite state chief executives of states, and they come to that program, they give you a hundred million. They give you two hundred million. Can I ask you a question? Who will give account for it? That money is it is personal money. Because these are the things that God is going to judge us ministers with. Taking a money that belongs to the public, bring it into the church, and we clap for them, we pray for them, that this one donated hugely for the gospel. What a shame! Calling secular people, people who have no relationship again, with the life of Christ to come and sponsor is an indictment. In Luke chapter 10, when he sent them out to preach this gospel, he said, As I send you, do not take nothing with you, take no pause, take no script. And after they went for that mission and came back, he asked them, When I sent you without a pause, lack thee anything, they said no. Hallelujah. The purpose of this message this morning is to ignite in your heart and in my heart the passion and the burden for hinterland mission. So that in the next two weeks, when we'll be going out there and you call yourself a member of this church and heaven knows that you're a member, you just sit back in your comfort zone singing hallelujah. Where do you think that that uh, hallelujah song is going to? God is angry. God is not happy with you. That you sat back at your comfort zone. Are you not aware that those who brought this gospel in which you were saved, that they paid the price, they left their comfort zone because of the compassion they had for those who are not yet saved. Why would you sit back in your comfort zone when we are talking about going to Ukwa. Hallelujah. So, it is to ignite. God wants to ignite a burden and a passion in our heart for these hinderland missions. So, in that Matthew chapter 9, when Jesus Christ. After that, Jesus Christ. Ah, look at the multitude. He saw those multitudes not in the city. It was in the village where he went to preach. And it was shocking to him. As he saw them, that they fainted and were scattered abroad like sheep that has no shepherd. Do you know why? Because people refused to go to the village. To go and minister to those there. So, do you remember? Do you, if you read down, you find out that towards the end of that verse, he now gave us a prayer point. He said, My people, my disciples, my children, pray that the Lord will send laborers into his service because you and I have refused to go. So, when God is talking about laborers in the harvest field, 
you understand that hinderland missions is part of that labor. Please, I want to beg you. Perhaps you are here and you are sensing the call of God upon your life to answer urgently this call to go to the rural area and preach the gospel. I want to advise you now is the time to take up that responsibility because it is better to be a servant of God than to be the president of any nation of the world. Am I making sense here? It is more dignifying to serve God than to become the president of America. So, he gave us a prayer pudding and said, as you go, said, pray. Because people have refused to go to the village. Pray that God will send laborers. And that is why this message is coming to you and I at this moment. Because God wants us to rise as laborers that go and reach out to those in the hinderlands with the gospel. Now, I want you to think about your village. Think about your village. Very soon, we, very soon, we will be celebrating Christmas. What are usually devices you see around your village when you travel home for Christmas? I remember, I just remembered now that while we went for one of our sister's burial at Oji River some few months ago, I and some women from this church, then I remember the statement because the women kept us with hot gist till we went there and came back. If the, the, the kind of gist that took away sleep from your eyes. God bless our women. <laughs> now, one of them said, and they didn't register in my mind. And she said, our sister, Mrs. Sifoma Asimadu said this, if your born again has not reached your village then you have not started she might have even forgotten that she said made that kind of statement but he registered in my mind so look around your village as you are preparing to go home for christmas are you going to watch masquerades dancing everywhere where you pass you see young people gathered boozing alcohol should that not register a burden for this mission in our heart to go and reach out please sir even if you don't remember any other village remember your village let me say to your neighbor remember your village oh that is why god saved you that is why god saved you Hallelujah. So, if you find out the, the, the vices, do you, know, do you know how many people who leave this hostel, hostel at night, how many ladies that leave this hostel at night to visit hotels? And their fathers and their mothers think that they are in a hostel. Some of them might even be looking at me now. It doesn't matter. Do you know how many young ladies 
leave their hostel lodge at your neck to go to Kubana in the night. It's appalling and pathetic that the church in Enugu State have allowed darkness to begin to overrun this city by raising up altars for the gods and goddesses of seduction and immorality. Who are those that are going to rise with anger in their heart and say, Oh God, as long as this city is concerned, it will not happen. Are we, go, are we just going to be coming every day, dressed in fine cloth, sit down, hear this word, and just zoom out? Almost at every junction, every roundabout, every street, in Enugu State today, there is a club. Go through Independence Louts. Just make a mistake of driving through Independence Louts, Rangers Avenue at night. In a particular street, at that Rangers Avenue, do you know how many clubs that are there? That place has become almost like a crusade ground for prostitutes. I want us to understand this morning. Or rather God wants us to understand. Or better still, the Holy Ghost wants us to understand there is an urgent burden. There is a contention for our territories. Now, what is evangelism? Understand that evangelism is warfare between thrones and thrones and kingdoms versus kingdoms. Because every kingdom is seeking to claim comfort unto themselves. I want you to understand, people of God, that as just as the kingdom of God has evangelists, just as the kingdom of God has apostles and teachers, the kingdom of darkness and Satan also has their evangelists and their apostles who are going about recruiting agents for the kingdom of darkness because Satan knows that he has but a short time. People of God, why is it that every night here in the city of Enugu, clubs, hotels, are keeping night vigils. Akoya, this one night. Oya, give me one name or the other. Singing melodies of ungodly tunes to the demons and goddesses of immorality. So that immorality will keep spreading in the land. Because for every nightclub you, you go or you pass by, you always hear them singing, playing their worldly tunes. They are not just playing that song. They are playing it as a kind of sacrifice to whatever spirit that is in charge so that they can keep spreading the, the demon and the spirit of seduction and immorality across the city. And, and they keep doing that every night and the church, the church is sleeping at night. Clubs are holding night vigil every day in Enugu and you and I are falling our hands sitting in our comfort zone sleeping at night. Help me ask your neighbor, when last did you wake up to play, pray for at least one hour in the night? 
So then, why will? Why will immorality not overrun the land? And tomorrow now, if you send your daughter to one of the campuses, and she begins to misbehave, and you now begin to wonder, how come this one that was read in the sun, taught in the SEM, taught in the Sunday school, what now happened? There is a contention for the souls of men in the land. And the devil knows what he is doing. It is time for you and I to begin to rise. Because the evangelism we are talking about is a warfare between kingdoms and kingdoms, thrones versus thrones. Why? Because for every territory you see, there is a throne spiritually that is in charge over that territory. If it is not the throne of God in heaven, it is the thrones of the kingdoms of darkness. People of God, I remember one day we were in a prayer convocation, prayer meeting, and the priest who taught us, who was teaching us the word of God that evening, shared this true life testimony to us. He is a medical doctor. One day, he went to the hospital, was going on one round, seeing, checking on those who were patients in that hospital. What I'm telling you about happened at UNTH to Kozara, because that is where he works as a medical practitioner and being a priest also in our communion. So he was going around, when check one after the other. She, and as she was checking on them, as he was checking on them, he was also praying for them. There was one particular woman that has been on that bed, on the sick bed, for about three months. Because I want to plead with you, if you have any patient in your hospital, perhaps you have a hospital and you have a patient that has been there, invest, do a spiritual investigation. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Why he was to go and check on this lady, this woman. The Holy Ghost instantly told him, he had the voice of God, don't pray for this woman. He was shocked. He wanted to go, the Holy Ghost resisted him. He said, don't pray for this woman. He left the woman and ministered to others. So, because the thing became a subject matter of spiritual query in his heart, he went into his office and he began to consult with God. Lord, why did you ask me not to pray for this woman? See, hear this, oh. It is not everybody that God wants you to lay hands on. It is not everybody that God wants you to pray for. It might not even be everybody that God wants you to preach to. This might sound strange. Our uh, dear sister, mommy, the one, mommy Asimad, who preached on Wednesday, said, the person, he thought she, he, she was doing good to by bringing her, giving her a lift. He wanted, she wanted to be good, and she preached to her. After preaching to her, yes, I accept Jesus Christ and my Lord. She, she claimed to have accepted. She did not know that while the woman lady was living, she has made a way with her phone. That is why sensitivity is sacrosanct in this matter of evangelizing the gospel. And God said to him, don't preach to this woman. So while he went back to his office, began to pray, God opened his eyes and showed her the woman on top of a tree. 
seated like this on top of the tree with several people under chains in under that tree. Then God began to explain to this doctor who is also a priest and said to him that you see this woman she is an agent from the kingdom of darkness sent for a purpose to this hospital what is her mission she was aspiring to colonize because she has been the head of maybe the spiritual the one spiritually in charge maybe let's say a particular village now she was aspiring for more colonies and while in their meeting she said she wanted a colony like a local government they said to her go and sacrifice 32 lives now she was thinking how how to accomplish that mission and decided to visit the hospital pretending to be sick every day the doctors will come and administer medications to her give her treatment yet the sickness refused to go they will, be, they will even be encouraging her yes the sickness refused to go so she has been there for three months so as at that time that this brother wanted to go and speak to her that space of three months she had killed 28 persons in that hospital The warfare of evangelism is the warfare of thrones versus thrones, kingdoms versus kingdoms. If you and I decide to sleep as agents of God's kingdom, the kingdom of darkness would override our city. So, he came out of the office to go and meet the woman. Why? He was going to meet the woman. She saw the woman outside of the door of the hospital. This was how she was sitting. The same way the man saw her on top of the tree. She was sitting like that for several hours. She came back to the bed where the woman was admitted. Now, the next patient that was admitted in that same bed began to relate the dream she had the previous night. To this man of God and said to him and said to him man of God doctor sir yesterday night this woman that was here came to oppress me at night admission a hospital she came to oppress me at night and I was about suffocating and choking and immediately I screamed Jesus she left me that was happening in the dream and it had happened like that for three consecutive nights. That woman was to be the 29th person that would have died in that hospital if not for the Christ that was in him. See, if you are here, if you are here today and you have not received Jesus Christ into your life as your, as your Lord and personal Savior, very soon the year will end. I gather here celebrations. Please don't let the devil use you for perpetual before the year runs out. Uh, it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to threaten you. I'm not trying to put fear in you. But it is important that you surrender your life and yourself to Christ at this moment. Because without Him, you are not saved. 
Now I turn the OGM tissue paper. And if you are if you are if you have been coming to church, all you are just doing is sitting in the church as a church goer, no burden for the kingdom of God in your heart. You are just sitting complacently like I like I like in the church. Your case is worse. Hallelujah. She would have been the 29th person that would have gone in that rank. But God intervened. Now, this man of God, this doctor, confronted that woman. The woman said they were accusing her. You know what happened? The next morning, she packed her load and left the hospital. Only Aruna Equerade for three months. She has succeeded in killing 28 persons waiting to claim the 29th life so that the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of, kingdom of darkness and their mission will be spreading. Now, do you know that if that woman succeeds in taking over that territory, whatever they are discharging in the realm of the spirit will have influence over that vicinity. That is why you find a lot of people backsliding. Somebody burning with sin for God, all of a sudden backslidden. There is an influence over there from the atmosphere that is, that is programming the life of that person. That is why if you are not making efforts to find roots in Christ, you know the Bible wonders that before the appearance of Jesus, there shall be a great falling away. If you don't make efforts, to have your stand, you want to still remain as a church goer personality while the kingdom of God is advancing. You might soon be counted among those that will fall away. It will not be your portion. Shall we stand on our feet? Help me ask your neighbor in Arigua a village, you get that. That is the conclusion of the matter. That's even if you don't have any place in mind, have your own munna. Have your kindred. Have them in mind that God will save them. Those vices that we see around our villages, it should be a thing of concern and body in our hearts. It should make you wake up, wake up at least take a time once a week. Once, once, once in a week, wake up at night to pray and intercede. For the souls of men. Can we begin to talk to God? Open your mouth and begin to talk to God. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Appreciate Him for the word. That you have heard at this hour pray and say to him lord i am not taking it for granted from this very day from this very day open your mouth and pray mago shanama kalabradi anosha kubala balada sadianash ekotalaba ekwanana kapalada sukabala dianesha lekotaba ndekola dasha zakwanana kelebradia zeko kayaka yaka yaka da in the name of jesus christ can you place your right hand on your chest and begin to pray and say, Lord, ignite in my heart passion 
and burden the fire to begin to move out into the hinterlands. Can you open your mouth and begin to pray? Lord, we ask for that drop of fire. That drop of fire. For as many here in this congregation that are praying this prayer with sincerity. Ha, ha, ha. Let that fire begin to drop. Drop, 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 drop. Drop, drop, drop. From your, from your throne, O oh God. From your presence, O oh God. Upon our hearts. Upon our hearts. Let the fire burn out complacency. Let the fire burn out apathy. Let the fire burn out lethargy. Let the fire burn out lacrosidicalism. Let the fire burn lukewarmness out. Let the fire burn out prayerlessness. Let the fire burn out prayerless. Study, studylessness of God's word. Let the fire burn them out. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, let the fire touch my heart from heaven. Hey, 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 in Jesus' name we pray. Where's darkness at the side of light? Can you help me? Evaporated are the gleams of light. You are the light that makes my face shine bright. Oh, as I look your face, I become the light. Where's darkness? Where's darkness at the side of light? Oh, evaporated are the gleams of light. You are the light that makes my face shine bright, so bright. When I look at you, I become the light. Where's darkness? Where's darkness? Sight of light. Go on, go on, go on. Gleams of light. Ah. You are the light that makes my face shine bright. As I look your face, I become the light. Light is about to shine. Light is about to shine. At the presence of light, darkness evaporates. Darkness is about to be rolled away. Oh, 
surrender your life to Jesus perhaps you have even, you might have even surrendered your life to Jesus Christ come out to Jesus before this altar now and receive grace and receive grace and receive grace and receive grace Okuku parada Can I see your hand up? You are here this morning. You want to say, Lord Jesus, have me. Lord Jesus, have me. Can I see your hand lifted up? Can I see your hand up? Can I see your hand up? Is there anybody that is surrendering his or her life to Jesus this morning? In Jesus' name. Before I hand over the microphone, we are going to take just the prayer points and say, Oh Lord, silence the powers of darkness that are on the mission of overrunning our city in Ugum with the spirit of immorality. Can we begin to rise with anger in our hearts and begin to pray? It's a warfare between thrones and thrones and kingdoms and versus kingdoms because every kingdom is looking for a way to reclaim souls the souls of men to themselves. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray and say, Lord, every throne of darkness instituted across our cities, across the major streets and junctions here in Enugu, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, they, let them go down. 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 We will not have we will not have our children that we have labored to bring under the nurture, in the nurture of the Lord, come under the influence of ungodliness. In Jesus' name we have prayed.
Come to me.